I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. Here we are on Thursday, March 2nd, and we have uh, Juan O'Savin. I know he's on the road right now getting to a place where he can talk, so we'll get him in, uh, I don't know, 30 or 45 minutes, and uh, we'll spend plenty of time with him. I know when he gets on a story or gets on a topic, he can just uh, do an incredible job explaining things and coming to a point uh, that usually has a great concept that is biblically based. I just love that part about Juan. That's one reason we have on the show is because this is of his love of the Lord and his uh, and his knowledge of an insight that he has on what's really going on with the country right now. So we'll have Juan O'Savin coming on here soon. And uh, I tell you what, we are going to also cover some news. And also I'm going to dig into a little bit about this whole insurance and what's happening with uh, what I call the medical cartel. Um, but I really want to I, I have Mike coming on from uh, Health Share, uh, Share Healthcare, which I switched to and been talking to you guys about. Just want to kind of understand a little bit more about what's the difference between insurance and a Christian sharing network. Uh, we'll dig into that that in quite a bit of detail here in a bit. But I just wanted to say thank you for joining us. Um, most importantly, at the end of the interview with Juan O'Savin, and we're going to kind of let that run whatever Juan's time is. It might go quite long. We're going to go right into praise and prayer. Guys, that's where we have four new songs that Emma's done with a beautiful video. That includes the lyrics that you can see on your phone nice and big as well as attaching scripture to every song. I just love that part about uh, um, what um, we have now is is a true worship where we're worshiping and understanding what the biblical text is as well. So uh, anyway, we're really excited about uh, Praise and Prayer tonight, 107 coming on, but also getting into how do we take care of our health because we know that the natural doctors often aren't covered by um, the... the uh, insurance companies and what I call the medical cartel, right? They focus you in one area and that's big pharma medicine, petroleum-based, just like the Rockefellers have had uh, pretty much wiped out all the natural schools. And uh, so, so, so if we're really going to take care of our health, we need to really think through um, what's going to happen if something happens to me. Do I want to go consider natural care? 
And are, is, is my insurance company even going to cover that, right? So those are some of the reasons why when I started researching and realized I was paying over, oh, really over $1,200 a month and then went down to a really cheap insurance company for $900 a month, um, it really was upsetting for me to see the, the, horrible, the horrible, horrible coverage I had and the fact that I couldn't even use it if I didn't want to go the big pharma method, if that makes sense. So I started researching Christian uh, health share networks and I found, uh, I found Share Healthcare and I was real excited. So I'm going to play this little commercial and we're going to bring Mike on from Share Healthcare to talk a little bit about that. Um, quite exciting to me to, to see this alternative. But here, uh, let's listen to a little bit about Share Healthcare. Hi, we are Share Healthcare. We bring folks together from all across America to voluntarily share medical expenses. When you have a medical expense, Share Healthcare advocates on your behalf to negotiate with providers and reprice your bills, saving you money. Then, once you've secured a lowered price, funds from your fellow members are transferred into your individualized bank account, registered with Lime Bank of Bolivar, Missouri, to share the burden of eligible medical expenses. Other ministries gather all the monthly funds together and then distribute to members in need. What makes Share Healthcare so unique is that funds are shared only between members' Lime Bank accounts and are never pooled into a central pool or account, making us a totally compliant healthcare sharing ministry. During your enrollment process, you'll be shown how to create your own Lime Bank account, specifically for your Share Healthcare membership. Having your own Lime Bank account allows you to receive self-pay patient discounts and see how your contributions are being used to help your fellow members, all while maintaining your medical and banking privacy, of course. When your membership begins, you'll have a personalized online portal. From this portal, you can pay your monthly share amount, view the status of medical bills, send well wishes or even flowers to fellow members, and so much more. And if that isn't enough to feel good about, we also donate a portion of each member's monthly share to provide medical care to orphaned and abandoned children in Africa. Share Healthcare, the most unique and first fully compliant online healthcare ministry in America. Visit our website at sharehealthcare.com to learn more and join today. All right. <laughs> so, uh, guys, that's just a, I have a referral cord of Rick B2T, Rick B2T. So if you're going to uh, check this out, if you decide to enroll, once you see the savings and, when, when, and, and how beautiful this program is, make sure you use Rick uh, B2T as your code, as your referral code. But, hey, I, I want to bring Mike on. Mike, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me on. Thanks for doing that little explainer video that takes care of it. So you can just cut me off now because that gave all the information anybody needs. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, so it's gets really interesting, Mike. So I, I know there's a there's a lot of different um, types of ways to skin a cat, right, if you will. And um, I'd, I'd just love to hear your thoughts on on the difference between um, you know insurance and and healthcare sharing and kind of why people are coming to share healthcare. Well, you mentioned a large part of it is the cost. Mm -hmm. The average for a family uh, across the nation for health insurance is over 2000 a month. Ours for a family of four is $349 a month and then $50 for every child you might have after that. So just to do that full range of pricing, it's 149 for a single, 249 for a couple, 349 for a family of four. Uh, with insurance, you have a contract. You're not going to get any more than what that contract says. Mm -hmm. uh, and you're going to have to fight for what you want to get out of that contract, even though the insurance company might be contracted for it. There was a, a Kaiser Foundation um, study that was just released, I believe it was last week, maybe the week before, that pointed out that 
where the healthcare exchanges of their in-network um, costs for people, they have declined 17%. So for those people that yeah. thought they had the most secure type insurance, 17% of them on an average got declined. And in some of the plans, it was up to 49%. So even though you have a contract, it doesn't mean much. But what Share Healthcare does is, you know, there's over 20 one another verses in the scripture of how we're supposed to love one another, care for one another, share with one another. Um, all those, you know, we're supposed to be together and united. That's what the chapter, um, the Gospel of John, chapter 17, what Christ was saying in his last prayer before going to Gethsemane is, let's be united. Now, he didn't mean everybody be exactly the same. I mean, this is the God who created all sorts of yeah. diversity, <laughs> yeah. but it doesn't mean sameness. Uh-huh. It means, you know, that I think God appreciates the fact that there's uh, Amish and that there's Zion Baptist. I think he appreciates the fact that there might be frozen chosen in the pews and charismatic. I mean, God wants a, a diversity of worship, but he wants us to be united. And here is one place. I don't know any other place that, that really can happen where the body of Christ not only across the United States, because we're international. You know, you can use Share Healthcare anywhere in the world, and you can join from anywhere in the world. No, I didn't know that. Okay, that yeah. that's a great to know. Okay, because twenty five percent. Just to let you know, twenty five percent of this audience is is uh, is international, right? Canada, right, right. Sweden. We got uh, people in Europe, um, yeah, so Australia. Uh, so, so yeah, that's it. That's that's good to know. It, and. What they are able to do, as long as we get the bills back in English, that's our, our one criteria. Right. You, when you join Share Healthcare, your network now is any licensed medical professional in the world. Mm-hmm. So with healthcare, the, the difficulty has always been two things. So no, with no witch doctors, right? So <laughs> we won't go that way. <laughs> that's they got to be licensed. licensed. <laughs> yeah, and kind of but, making a distinction, you were talking about uh, maybe naturopathic uh, care before. Right. Well, some states do license naturopaths. Right. Other states don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's our distinction. Mm-hmm. If the person's licensed, then we'll share it. Right. Um, we have to have some sort of boundary line. Yes. Uh, another mm-hmm. good example is a doula. Doulas are never really licensed or certified anywhere. Midwives are. Right. So you can have a midwife. You can choose to have a, a nurse practitioner. You can choose to go to a regular doctor in a hospital. That choice is up to you. What Share Healthcare is trying to do is give you medical freedom and your doctor medical freedom. Right. You know, we don't dictate to your doctor, yes, you may use this care, you may not use that care. That's between you and your doctor. And then we're, we're trying to give you financial freedom. I mean, the difference between 349 uh, a month, and I believe you said you were at 1,200, 1,900, I can't remember what yeah, you 12, were when you were. Yeah, 1,200. Yeah, and that, that was at a company that was paying for a large percentage of it, though, right? Right, right, and, and the so, total cost would have probably been over that 2,000 yeah, average. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're trying to do things uh, efficiently, you know, the Bible tells us that he wants us to do things decently and in good order. Mm-hmm. So we have access. You can go to any any doctor, any licensed medical professional in the world you want, and you get that uh, medical freedom. You have financial freedom. But the religious freedom is huge also. Mm-hmm. Because the uh, you call it the medical cartel. I, I tend to refer to it as oligarchies and monopolies that we have. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are trying to push us into the culture that they want us to be in. They're trying to push us into the culture of 
uh, abortion is good, life is bad. Uh, euthanasia is good, life is bad. Uh, they call it gender affirming care. I call it gender destruction care yes. uh, or gender disruption care. Well, because we are um, one of the ACA exempt entities, we're also exempt uh, under most of the state individual mandates. We're not insurance, so we're not regulated as insurance. So nobody can push us into those things. Mm -hmm. We are the body of Christ sharing according to our faith and doing so in an efficient and um, financially responsible way. So decently and in good order. And then we, we have that medical freedom, financial freedom, religious freedom. So we have access and costs taken care of. But some of your viewers may have heard of some of the, the problems that a lot of the, the entities that call themselves uh, healthcare sharing ministries are. They aren't CMS approved. They, that means they, they didn't go through the jump through the hoops when the, the Affordable Care Act was passed. Um, they don't do a um, annual audit, et cetera. You know, we're a 501c3 Christian medical healthcare sharing ministry. We have CMS approvals. But more than that, um, because you always want to kind of look behind the curtain. And on the explainer, it pointed out that every member of share healthcare like rick when you when you became a member yeah. you were given an account your own private individual bank account lime in account. a real life bank yeah. i mean lime bank has bricks and mortar a bank but it's also digital online and it's the only bank in the nation that's been approved by the fdic and the federal reserve to have these healthcare sharing accounts and it has a proprietary algorithm so that rick when when you or a member of your family has a medical problem you go to your doctor, you say, I'm a member of Share Healthcare. They say, what? Who's that? And maybe they'll just, you know, send it through electronically without questioning. Or maybe they say, we don't like healthcare sharing ministries. We don't, we don't want to have anything to do with it. So we'll call them up and talk to them. Our basic line will be, okay, if we can send you your money in 24 to 48 hours, how much of a discount will you give us? Right. <laughs> and, and right now, all of our discounts have been an average throughout our, our history. They've been an average in the 60s. Mm -hmm. So 61% some months, 69% another month. Wow. That means a $100,000 bill comes down into the 30s. Mm -hmm. And then the healthcare provider doesn't care what our name is. They don't care that we're a healthcare sharing ministry. We told them we can send it to them in 24 to 40 hours. Insurance companies can't do that. Health exchanges can't do that. No other healthcare sharing ministry can do that because we have this great system of this bank account. But that also gets to being able to look behind the curtain. Mm -hmm. Since it's your own bank account, you can go into your bank account and see how much money is there, how much money has been put in, how much this money has been taken out. Because when you uh, have a medical need and we, we get the bill with the medical codes on it, so we know how much it's going to be, a button is pushed and all the right amount of money flows through those other accounts into yours. So you see that money coming in on your account. Mm -hmm. And then the money goes out from there to your healthcare provider in your own in a check in your own name so you maintain your status as a self-pay patient mm -hmm. so then if you want more detail of that you can go into the your member portal on sharehealthcare.com which is also where your your listeners and your viewers can uh, go for more information sharehealthcare.com but as a member you'd be able to go into your member portal and you'd be able to see not only all the detail of what's there but you'd also be able to see the conversations that you've had with Share Healthcare, as well as the conversations that Share Healthcare has had with your healthcare providers. Mm -hmm. So we have that transparency, medical freedom, uh, financial freedom, and religious freedom. 
Yeah, I, lo I love the the whole financial freedom and healthcare freedom. Just just to, that, that's what really got me is that if, if for instance, if I had something that was wrong with me, Mike, and and uh, let's say I got I got cancer, right? Which we would uh, we, we would have the care would be one way. Like the truth about cancer, like the Bollingers that have all these natural care doctors and all these other ways to. They would take me right into radiation, chemotherapy, all that type of stuff, right? And I really don't have a choice. And and big pharma drugs, right? So to be able to be be able to try to use only the big pharma drugs that 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 a, that a better advice would allow me to take only and and use other means, that that's not allowed by the insurance companies. Most insurance companies, is that correct? Right. Right. Um... With us, you're able to go to what's called, you know, functional medicine or integrative medicine. Mm -hmm. That's those are different terms for it. Or a naturopath. But let's say that uh, over in Israel or Germany or India, they have a treatment that you've you've heard has been working there for years, but hasn't yet been adopted here in the U.S. And a a U.S. doctor would be lose his license for doing that. Mm -hmm. You're able to go to Germany or Israel or India for your care. And because care is so much uh, less expensive overseas, when you you call us first, and we will probably pay for your airfare and your hotel there. Wow! Because the different price. Well, what we're about, we're our function is not to just exist. Our function is to help people be able to, as the body of Christ, share medical expenses in the the, the least oppressive way. Mm -hmm. And so, if, it, if it's better for you to go to Germany or Israel or India or any other place that has good care, then great. And if it's less expensive, then we're going to help you do that. Wow, that's interesting. That is real interesting. And then, and then to talk a little bit about. I know I had to make a decision between per event or per annum. I think it is. Can you just kind of explain yeah. that as people? Yeah. Right. Well, I would bet you probably chose the per event personal expense. I did. <laughs> yep. Because only seven percent of the people choose um, the annual insurance. So. Oh wow. One reason that we're one reason we're so affordable is because the vast bulk of everybody's medical bills occurs under a thousand dollars right and there are different levels you know you can choose uh, any one of our plans that you choose will get you the same scope the same range of services and then in all of them we have no annual limit no upper limit no per event limit okay the most popular one is the one that I, I quoted those numbers, 149, 249, 349. That's what we did. And, That's what I did. By, yeah. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. and whatever, we have about 77% of our people choose that mm -hmm. because it does make sense. So you have $1,000 per event. Well, that event means everything from the first time you go to a doctor to three years later when that course of treatment is over. Right. So... Let's say you go to a doctor and it's just a regular check. You don't even know there's a problem. Or let, let's take it away from you. Another member goes to a doctor. They don't <laughs> even know it's a problem. And the doctor says, I don't know. You know, I, I want you to get a blood test. Okay, so going to the doctor is like 150 bucks. That's going to come out of your pocket. Right. That is not a full event. Then he wants you to have this blood test, which is probably going to be 800 or so. So now you're around 950. Still, that, that entire amount there is unshareable because you have that per event personal expense of 1,000. Which is the cheapest one you can get, right? Yeah. It is, right. but again, it's the full range of services that the most expensive monthly one is. So we right. just try to give people, what is your family budget? You, you choose. Right. So then um, they, he sends you on for your MRI. Well, now you're up to 2,000, 4,000. Everything above that $1,000 
from then on until that course of treatment, even if it's you know a three, four year cancer process, everything is shareable from then on. Right. Um, and the annual unshared is just that. Instead of taking that that initial one thousand dollars, because the the eighty percent of all bills in the United States are under thousand dollars. So what we're trying to do is carry out the biblical idea of loads and burdens. Mm-hmm. Everybody is supposed to carry their own load. Right. But the body of Christ is supposed to help people with the burden that is too much for them to bear alone. Exactly. A thousand bucks, even if you don't have a thousand in cash, you can budget for it. Um, a ten thousand dollar bill is is a pretty rare family that has ten thousand in cash just around that they can pay. Right. And there's no, almost no one you know has a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand or a million. And that's what the body of Christ is about to be able to carry that burden and make it light. Mm-hmm. Make your burden light. Um, so most people choose that per event personal expense. Makes sense. The annual, yeah. The annual unshared is it's a much higher amount that you have to build up toward within a year and then everything after that is shareable. But very few people choose it because it just makes more sense to do the um, the per event, one, because the monthly amount is less, and, and two, because they know they can handle that. Right. Um, and they don't want to have a multiple thousands of dollars worth of a bill that they have to care, carry if they do have something large happen within a year, which is basically what will happen with the annual unshared. And really, the only reason that we have it is a few people do prefer that. Like I say, we have about 7% of people who do. So that's that's the difference there. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I have so many other questions that we could dig into detail, but what, if you don't mind, Mike, we'd just love to have you come on maybe on a monthly basis or so, and I'll gather questions from the group. If you guys have questions, let me know. But I think you can just go to sharehealthcare.com and do a lot of research yourself. If you enroll, please use uh, the referral code of RICKB2T, capital R-I-C-K, and then capital B2T, right, with a number two. Um, and so... So I'm just I'm just really excited about this, giving people a choice to understand how our I think our whole healthcare is going to change here as the exposure of COVID-19 and the exposure of the vaccines and the exposure happens of what's really happening out there. But uh, in the in the meantime, this is a to me a perfect way, and you guys are going to be I think leading the way these type of solutions. That's not like we're trying to figure out how I get paid for every single doctor visit. It's like you said, sharing the the load of a big expense. So. I call it catastrophic. If anything happens catastrophic, I'm covered. I'm, I feel very good about that, right? And then I can use my this healthcare the way I want. Um, so, so uh, I know we need to wrap this up, Mike. But any, any last comments about the about about why somebody would want to go check out Share Healthcare? <laughs> well, uh, your conscience is the big one. Right. This allows you to share those things that God would approve of, and not have to share the ones that He doesn't. Let me just comment on that issue of catastrophic or not. It might just be that all you have is that first doctor visit, that blood test and the MRI and nothing, it's all come back clean. So you don't have a catastrophe, but you still have had about $4,000 with bills. That's still all shared. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, anything over $1,000 at the lowest and you can get, you can reduce that $1,000 if you want to pay a little bit more monthly. So very good, very, I just love, I love it. I did a lot of research and this is what uh, um, my wife and I and, and family sh- uh, landed on. And I just wanted to make sure I shared this with you in more detail. If you have questions, please put them in the chat. I'll try to gather them together and we'll have Mike come on next month and we'll, 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 we'll de- uh, detail out a little bit more uh, to, so you guys can understand. But again, just go to sharehealthcode.com. If you enroll, make sure you use Rick B2T. Uh, God bless you, Mike, and thanks so for coming, coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Rick. All right, God bless. 
All right, guys, I know Ronald Savin will be coming here pretty soon. I wanted to go cover, cover a little bit of news. I'm not going to do a Julie Green prophetic word today just because of uh, Juan. I want to spend as much time with Juan as possible, and uh, we'll cover that on uh, Monday. There was a really good prophetic word, by the way, so if you want to go to her Rumble channel, or um, so, so you, that's probably the best place to, to find her is Julie Green Ministries or go to JGM ministry, uh, jgminternational.org. Um, it's it's it, it's very very uh, amazing about how, what we're getting. I, I went over a little bit about the war and how we need to be calling down the war. So that's why I'll be talking to Juan a little bit about that because he he has a really good detail on the on um, quite a bit of stuff that we'll we'll get into around Russia and the history of Russia. And he covered a lot of that on the Mary Crowley show called uh, Now is the Time. So if you want a little more detail on that, I'm not going to go into detail that he did in a whole hour on that. But And then we'll sneak into how we can call down this war and make sure that we have peace uh, versus the cabal war, right? Look at this. AOC faces House ethics probe over Metagala watchdog. Find substantial reason to believe violations occurred. Ocasio-Cortez attended a 2021 Met Gala as a guest of Vogue in 2021. There's so many, and and this is predicted. The whole squad is going to come down because of corruption, right? So it'll be really interesting to see how that ends up um, happening. The House Office of Congressional Ethics found substantial reason to believe that AOC improperly accepted gifts from in the form of tickets during her appearance in the 2021 Met Gala. And so I think this is the beginning, this is the tip of the iceberg is what she's going to be caught for based upon some of the prophetic words that we have. Um, look at this, Fetterman. He's co-sponsoring bills despite being institutionalized. Uh, so only only when you have a, um, you know, a puppet president that is being in, in a America last type uh administration are you going to get this while pennsylvania senator john fetterman continues to be hospitalized for clinical depression he has been named as a co-sponsor for a bipartisan bill launched in the wake of a toxic train derailment in east palestine ohio s-576 a bill to enhance safety requirements for trains transporting hazardous materials and for other purposes was introduced to the senate on wednesday by senate sherrod brown listed as co-sponsors of the bill and Senators John Fetterman, J.D. Vance, Robert Casey Jr., Marco Rubio, and Josh Howley. Yet on February 15th, the freshman congressman checked himself into Walter Reed Medical Center in Washington, D.C. to receive treatment for clinical depression. He has not yet emerged, and his wife and family have left the U.S. for Canada as rumors swirl about his condition. On February 20th, it was revealed that Fetterman would be hospitalized for a length of time as doctors try out medications and dosages and the senator undergoes talk therapy. Obviously, so here, here's, here's a, a supposed a senator that won that couldn't talk hardly at all. It is a complete selected versus elected person. It's very obvious. Um, a senior aide revealed that Fetterman would be hospitalized up to two months. In addition to the most recent bill, Fetterman was has co-sponsored four other bills that were introduced during his hospital stay. Uh, so who's really controlling him? Just like who's controlling Biden? Right, is kind of the big question that, that that really brings up, right? Hey, again, we do have uh, 107 coming on here in a second, but I want to let you know that next week we have Clay Clark as well as Mel K coming on live. And usually we have people come on Tuesday and Wednesdays. 
Um, we're doing a Thursday show tonight because Juan could not do it last night and has been traveling internationally, I believe. We'll get a little bit more detail from 107 here shortly when he is able to join. He was scheduled to be on uh, here pretty soon, but I think he, he needed to move it back 10 or 15 minutes. So Brian Artis is actually coming on uh, the, the following week, and the following week before, by that is Matrix and Shady. I love Matrix and Shady, um, obviously, because they have stuck with their truth and, and not backing down from Q. And uh, really, their research around foundations and how, people, how, the, how the deep state's funding through trusts and foundations is phenomenal. So it's really important to understand that so we can attack uh, the root of the problem, the, the money coming into all these uh, corrupt organizations. And then Brian Artis doing such a beautiful job really exposing all the health organizations, the medical cartel, um, the whole COVID sham and how it's actually paralyzing a lot of these, a lot of the, the real sickness is coming from paralyzing your diaphragm. They're poisoning us, right, through the air, through the water, especially through the water, most likely. That's why, that's why the water is so vital um, to, to, and all, the, all, the, all our attack on health, guys, I just wanted to point you to one thing. If you just go to my, um, I think you know we've moved to a ministry. If you go to blessedteach.com, and it's blessed with the number two teach.com and you'll see the website here and when you when you go to the menu um, this is the way it looks like on a pat tablet or a phone you'll see backstage which is now completely free right the neighborhood b2g neighborhood is like a facebook replacement completely free right and obviously the show is free and getting the show notes um, if you just at the, at the top of the page you can sign up for the show notes and get them absolutely free so this is we've converted this whole thing into a ministry just want to let you know and we can serve you just go to blessedteach.com but the other thing i want to show you is that uh, the way well, one of the way ways you can help support this ministry is go to the store and it's, it's an awesome place for you because what this store does is it has all these type of solutions of patriot based companies right so whether you have allergies or they need anxiety relief or you want to look at b2t merchandise or you want to look at food water and vitamins and how, how do you get safe um, and also supplements right um if you're trying to just general health or weight loss uh, what about your heart and brain um what about getting some gold and silver things for your home these are all patriot companies that sponsor the blessed to teach show the blessed to teach ministry um, and if you need immune or health or detoxing um, you, anything to do with pain relief, anything to do with Patriot companies, natural doctors, uh, um, obviously uh, here it's with sleep, quantum energy, um, just keeps coming. Uh, and as, uh, and it, all, all that's there in these categories. You can also search like uh, what we just talked about. You just type in share and you would see share healthcare here. And so this is the beauty of uh, having, if we put a lot of time and effort in the last six months of gathering like 30 or 40 patriot companies that love um that love christians and and are serving christians and so we also have a pretty cool new shirt that and uh you you'll be able to see that that design um as you go into the stores you'll be able to see all kinds of uh different ways to get the this this different shirt which uh, there's hats available pillows everything just want to let you know that's how we're supporting ourselves because Pretty much all the services are now free, and so we're looking forward to having more people backstage, which was costing. You know, people pay, paid over twenty dollars a month. Some people paid over one hundred fifty dollars a year for that. We really look forward to serving you backstage. Here is um, Breitbart saying, "Discover card to begin tracking gun purchases in April." So all these large companies 
um, starting to break, you know, basically institute things that are going to make it impossible to have our privacy and uh, as tyranny continues to go. So we'll see here, beginning on April 2023, Discover will begin, will become the first credit card issuer to track gun purchases made by their cardholders. And again, I think that's completely against our constitutional rights of the Second Amendment. And it comes back down to when a tyrannical government, they can go get the list and go try to confiscate your guns. I believe that's their motive anyway. On sep and, uh, September 2011, 2022, Breitbart News noted that Visa caved to pressure from gun control groups in New York, uh, Democrats agreeing to flag a gun and ammo purchases via a new sales categorization. The Associated Press observed that MasterCard and other major credit cards also agreed to flag gun sales. On March 2nd, 2023, the Independent Journal Review reported that Discover will be first among the credit card companies to track gun sales in as much as a company will begin doing so in April. Um, this IJR explained anyone using a Discover card to make a purchase in a gun store will have that purchase tracked beginning in April. So one reason to get rid of your Discover card, right? There are over 55 million Discover cards in usage, so a lot of information on gun purchases can be gathered via that one company. Reuters pointed out Discover Financial Services was ahead of Visa and MasterCard in February 2023, noting that Discover would allow its network to track gun purchases retailers come April, making it the first among its peers to publicly give a date for moving ahead with the initiative, which is aimed at helping authorities probe gun-related crimes. Um, but we know what the, what's really happening there. Um, Discover told Reuters, we remain focused on continuing to, to protect and support lawful purchases of our network while protecting the privacy of cardholders. Well, there's no privacy of cardholders if they're sitting there telling the government what you purchased, okay? And this is a part of, of the whole gun grab. They, they, they frustrated. They took all the guns away from Australians, right? They did the false flags. They put all the stuff in the media and they got them all, all, all the people to support giving up their guns. And then what happens with COVID? Nobody could defend themselves at all. Um, the code for tracking gun purchases was approved by the International Organization for Standardization, ISO, in September. And the ISO representation indicated the decision to use the new merchant category code is eventually left up to the users of the industry. So, um, yeah, this is the big... A big red flag of of uh, more more uh, censorship coming right toward us, right? There's Kenosha quick draw champion sued by runner up, and so this is interesting today. And and so this is in clown world. Kyle Rittenhouse is being sued by one of the people who allegedly tried to murder him. So <laughs> this is on uh, Tucker Carlson, where uh, Kyle Rittenhouse uh, obviously is relatively wealthy now that he's got settlements from the the fake news media that slandered him but as those who followed the Rittenhouse case remember Gage this Groskitz pointed a loaded gun directly at Rittenhouse but Rittenhouse was able to literally disarm him by shooting him in the bicep Grosick himself admitted under oath with a devastating demeanor that he wasn't shot until after pointing his gun at Rittenhouse and in the end Rittenhouse was acquitted of all charges related to the shooting. Graskets and others in self-defense, though anyone who saw the video knows there shouldn't have been any charges in the first place, nor could any prosecutor have thought 
they had any chance of convicting him. The punishment was the process. While in the same world, Gertix would have racked up attempted murder charges over this. Instead, he's attempting to sue Rittenhouse. So he filed a lawsuit against, and this, and, and this is a Fox News report about this, but it says um, that he, against, uh, I'm sorry, he filed a lawsuit against him and Wisconsin police and officials alleging they conspired to let armed individuals patrol the streets and mete out justice as they saw fit. So then, this is after all these 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 Antifa and BLM type uh, tyrants come in. I mean, not tyrants. Uh, these these vigilantes, really. They're the ones that had guns and were destroying things and and uh, all kinds of weaponry. Uh, obviously, he had a gun himself, right? The February 14th lawsuit seeks damages for emotional distress, humiliation, loss of employment of life, and other pain and suffering on all claims and punitive damages. And it says said. News of the lawsuit was very frustrating and upsetting. This is honestly to me an attack on our Second Amendment rights and our rights to self-defense. He said Wednesday on Tucker Carlson tonight. So the whole this this whole entire uh, charade. Uh, by the way, Juan Savin's going to be here shortly, so we're looking forward to to having him join. I think he he, he suggested around a quarter till. So in the next five or ten minutes, hopefully we'll have him on. And it's saying if you use your God-given right to self-defense, you're going to come after you. If you went to court, you're acquitted, rightfully so. They're going to take you to civil court, and they're going to file. They're going to take you for everything you're worth. They're going to drive you into bankruptcy and down you in a mountain of legal bills. So that's kind of the whole um, this, this whole battle for the country. Part of it is this this whole the, the whole way you have used lawfare against um, American citizens or against anybody that's trying to stand up for truth, right? Which like we see with Dominion suing Fox News and every news agency and suing Mike Lindell, suing Sidney Powell. That's lawfare, completely using cabal money. Right? So the illegal gangsters, if you of the of the world, if you will. Just like the Al Capones of Chicago, now, now we got the elites, globalists of the world, using their their money to to literally uh, try to bankrupt anybody that fights them. A, a good example of that is Dr. Naputi, who basically just tried to help people take vitamin D, and 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 he rightfully told people that this will help you if you take vitamin D and zinc, and which many formulate now, right, quercetin. Together, you will it, it protects your, your your immune system against viruses, and that was a fact. It was also protects your your body against poisons, by the way, right? So, the 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 whole point is that that was the truth. But he got sued. He's got sued for for millions and millions, and and I think it's up to almost a billion if you add all of his loss lawsuits up. It's just crazy, because he he's a wealthy business. He was a really good businessman. So they're trying to they're trying to bankrupt him. That's what this that's what's all about. And here's an article out of the Epic Times talking about U.S. failed in the pandemic response, experts tell Congress. Um, and here you see the United States made multiple mistakes in their response to the COVID-19 pandemic, including widespread lockdowns. And there's a whole articles and, and research coming out in Australia as well, showing that they, they, were, they were one of the worst, right? And that's been all exposed as a, a how it damaged primarily poor kids that didn't even have... P, that they don't have PCs to be do online education, but yet they couldn't go to school, right? So you the the, the punishment of this, and this is obviously we know as 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 a wake people that this was an attack to get the totalitarian reset going and trying to just 
shut us all up, right? We 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 know that, but now the general public starting to understand that that this was a sham. That's the beautiful thing about this, right? So the United States made multiple mistakes in its response to COVID-19 pandemic, including widespread lockdowns and the aggressive promotion of faulty vaccines. I love the bluntness that's coming out. This is the epic times. This isn't like some right-wing uh, little kind of uh, blog. This is literally the epic times, right? Talking about faulty vaccines. This is this is a turn of, of these bigger um, conservative, conservative outlets telling the truth. <laughs> Because it's a, it was a faulty vaccine. Probably even more accurately, it's not even a vaccine, right? It is a it is a faulty definition of a vaccine. It's a, it's a gene therapy. Expert testified to a new congressional congressional panel on February 28th. During the last three years, we have seen the worst public health mistakes in history. Martin Kolderf, a professor of medicine and leave from Harvard University, told the House Select Subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic in Washington. The mistakes included not crafting policies focused on protecting those highest at risk, the elderly and otherwise infirm, and the denial and downplaying of post-infection immunity, Kolderf said. He and Dr. J. Batertria, a professor of medicine at Stanford University. So, so again, if I know, I know we we understand that Harvard and Stanford are not um, morally very good colleges any longer at all, right? They're completely compromised woke colleges. But this, how can you how, how can you get any higher standard than Harvard and Stanford in a secular world, right? So people so people start listening to this when the secular world is saying this stuff. And two of the three authors of the great. Barrington Declaration, which called in 2020 for focused protection of those at high risk while allowing others to live their lives normally. Instead, U.S. officials backed harsh restrictions like the forced closure of schools and businesses, as well as the mandated vaccines of tens of millions of Americans. And this Bachatrara told the panel that there needs to be an honest, scientifically-minded evaluation of the pandemic response, asserting that there is near universal agreement that what we did failed. And so this is, this is, now there's scientists standing up, there's doctors standing up, there's PAs, you know, physician assistants, standing, there's nurse practitioners standing up, um, and we need more, guys. So if, so if you have friends and family in this, um, educate them. Give them that book I was talking about, COVID-19 by Saxon. That is a great book, by the way. If you just go to Amazon and you type in Saxon, I'll put it in the show notes too, just as a reminder. And again, you just type in Saxon, it's X-O-N. Probably gonna get that book. I might have to put COVID in there. It looks like you have to put Saxon and COVID. And you're gonna see the COVID-19 vaccine being exposed completely as a complete fraud. And uh, and we never we didn't need them. And I just love, I mean, not only did all these doctors um, such as the doctors we love and have on this show. Um, uh, Peter McCullough has been on here several times, Dr. Artist, Richard Bartlett. We've had all these doctors on and they are, and, and, but, but besides that, what I love is you look at the, the contents of this just real quickly and why I really suggest this book. Uh, oh geez, I thought it had the, I think might have to go to a different part of this that actually has the first part of the, it says two images, maybe Maybe that other one. Uh, it, it, I was looking at for the table of contents. Looks like it doesn't have it here, but it's beautifully done, um, by the way. So, so again, just look at COVID, and then S A X O N is the author, 
and you will see, uh, you know, just like this this COVID nineteen vaccines and beyond. It's it's, it's, it's written real simply for any, almost anybody to understand how corrupt this whole thing was. And uh, I love this like part right here where you have the COVID nine vaccine where they said it was safe and effective, and they said it's the only way to end COVID, which is complete lies. And they censored that it is the unprecedented numbers of injuries and deaths, the biggest medical disaster in history. This has become an extremely common knowledge. This is this is a um, continues to be rate, ranked in in, in uh, very very highly. So I'm sure that it's going to be suppressed quickly. So it's a good time to go get this book out and let people know what's going on with this 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 crisis because it's really scary, guys. What what is really going on? He pointed out how more than a million deaths in the United States have been attributed to COVID-19 and how the overwhelming majority of Americans still contracted the illness. Uh, the lockdown, so, so basically the, it didn't help, the, the, it didn't help transmission of this. Um, obviously the, the COVID-19 deaths were way overcounted because deaths from normal influenza went to almost zero. They counted everything as COVID. Some guy got shot in the chest in New York four times in gang violence and happened to have COVID and they said he died of COVID. It's just ridiculous. Right, the, the 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 corruption in the medical cartel, um, and, and so we need more whistleblowers to step up and get rid of the protocols of remdesivir that's killing people. Yeah, right now we still have them. Right, we have loved ones from our own uh, ministry here that are in the hospital right now and on incubators, and they're having to fight to not give them remdesivir, which will destroy their kidneys, kidneys and lungs. Like like thirty five percent of the people, over a third. Get it? It kills their, it hurts their kidneys and their and their lungs. So, the lockdowns failed to contain and spread the COVID, and at best, the temporary protected the laptop class who could work from home without losing their jobs. Perhaps 30% of the population, while being served by the working class, the way we dealt with the pandemic was the worst assault on poor people, working Americans, and this this is across all all these nations that shut us down, and middle-class Americans since segregation and the Vietnam War. Uh, wow, just, just really, really sad is what it is to see how they handled this. Months before not Fox News, HBO aired voting machine allegations in a documentary. It wasn't sued, so it wasn't interesting. While Dominion Voting Systems is suing Fox News for $1.6 billion, they're not even worth close to that. In fact, they're, they're, they're a negative liability now. Um, if you're shocks shorter, you know you know uh, uh, Dominion stock is a good one to look at because <laughs> they're going to be completely exposed, in my opinion. Um, I don't I don't recommend shorting stocks, by the way. Um, so anyway, Fox News uh, for 1.6 billion for defamation for reporting on allegations that voting machines were hacked and flipped election results. This is the lawfare I was talking about. This is cabal money just scared to death because guys, if they lose um, the narrative that the Dominion machines are actually accurate versus the complete fraudulent machines that they are to select versus elect. If they lose that, they don't just lose their ability to keep their puppets elected in the United States. It's 54 countries that these places are used. They, they lose their, their whole dominion <laughs> of uh, leaders is going to fall. And that's what's so exciting about this. And Julie's prophetic word talked about this, that, that this is, that, 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 that it, this, that drip, drip said, God's basically said, I've only just begun to expose these elites. Just wait. <laughs> right? 
All right, so I guess uh, Juan got through the traffic and and, and he won and he's going to get a good Wi-Fi spot. So Juan O'Savin will be on here in just a bit. Um, but anyway, when you look at this, um, this this lawsuit, the company hasn't taken legal action against HBO for a 2020 documentary detailing the alleged vulnerabilities of its machines. Uh, it's called HBO's Kill Chain: The Cyber War in American Elections. Includes interviews with politicians, cybersecurity experts, and hackers discussing issues with voting machines. Released in March 2020, the documentary is still available to watch on HBO Max. One of the hackers interviewed, Hari Hursty, successfully hacked a Diebold election machine, system machine, uh, in 2005, test and changed the votes in one step without a trace, according to the April 2020 Forbes article about Kill Chain, a 20. 2006 documentary called Hacking Democracy, which showed Hursty's hack, aired on HBO multiple times, according to the 26 Film website. The documentary was nominated for an Emmy Award in 2006. Now, and again, the, the answer is real simple. The reason that Fox News got sued is they're afraid that people like Sean Hannity and the, the good ones, if you will, Judge Janine and some of those ones that are at, at least actually telling mostly truth, Tucker Carlson, they needed to shut them up, right? And, and they knew they could control HBO. HBO goes, oh, okay, you don't want to have any more of that? I won't, okay, I won't do that, right? So basically the cabal companies are going to just uh, not do what the do what the cabal wants them to, but they have to attack all the, the conservative sites and conservative people, such as Sidney Powell, such as, um, to shut them up, Mike Lindell, et cetera. Before the documentary premiere, DeBold asked HBO to pull Hacking Democracy from its schedule for failing that um, permanently ran a 30-second disclaimer with each airing, acknowledging that HBO had not verified the accuracy of the film's claims and referring viewers to DeBold rebuttal on the HBO website. So there you go. That, that's just uh, the cabal working with these cabal big companies is what's going on there. All right, wanted to wanted to uh, also go back a little bit to this what w- theme of what I'm going to be talking to to Juan O'Savin about here in just a second when he comes on, and that is let's see if I I'm going to grab this document just real quick, guys. That is the war document that I did on I uh, reviewed with you guys last night um, that really showed all the way back from November. There it is. Um, how many times the Lord has warned us to not fear this war, okay? And that, but we have a responsibility, right? Don't fear it. Why? Because because we have the ability to call it down. And that's why I wanted to make sure that we we did this, right? This was last, yesterday, where it said an attack on the American embassy will be in your news, my children. This was an inside job, and it will be proven that it was an act of war by this fraudulent government, and they paid for this to take place. So just like 9-11 was an inside job by our government to get to the Patriot Act, to spy on us, and to bring in their new world order, um, we're going to see another attack on an embassy, right? They're so desperate to start the war around the world, but I will not allow this plan to go forth. It is not time for this yet. And your enemies will not get what they so long for. So the God, God knows he's going to activate his remnant to do this. But guys, sometimes things happen a lot faster if we all jump on board and do it, right? 
So along with what they have done to all the earth resources, they have tried to destroy, they have been poisoned, they have been poisoned to cause great sickness, great disease for money and power. The more they could destroy you, the more power they had. They profited off killing people. They profited off wars. So this is, comes back to that whole medical cartel. It's a big part of their funding mechanism. But they also profit off wars as they, they, they fund both sides, right? So right now, um, there's no question that they want a war with Russia to hide their crimes. Um, here's air raid sirens will be in your news again and again to bring fear and distractions. Remember, I said, do not believe what they are saying. Do not believe in this war. And I wanted to get a little bit to the authority We uh, authority before Juan comes on. My children, you have my authority that I have given you in my name. Use it right away. Speak life. Speak blessing. Speak freedom. Speak deliverance. Speak miracles. Speak revival. My children, revival is here. So tap into what? I have for your future in time. It's not time for your enemies to control you. It's not time for the world order. It's not time for World War III. And this is what we're going to talk to Wano Savin about here shortly. Is his he had a great his, uh, historical perspective on Russia, USSR, and Russia, and what happened to them, what happened to Ukraine in 2014, and how Putin. What, what's Putin thinking right now? And, and as he's being pushed into war with, with the West. It's not time for the reset or anything they want. No, it's not. So stand up and shout, no more. Shout them down. Render their power helpless against your nations and against your freedoms. Now we're going to go into praise and prayer and we're going to be praying. So one of the things that we'll, we'll, we'll pray for is this. Let's pray down this war, right? Let's pray down using our authority in Christ. It's really important. He keeps saying, my children, you have my authority. If you go back and research that uh, and just look at Julie's prophetic words alone, you're going to see that like 50 times, literally. I even have a, in my free gift that you can still get by blessedteach.com slash free gift. It has quotes from, from uh, historical words of, of Julie talking about our authority in Christ that we have. And that means that we need to start using that as a, as a remnant in a, in a more, more consolidated way. It's going to be extremely important. Military will continue to, continue to fill your skies. That's interesting. Um, so there are going to be the rumors of war and the beginnings of war, right? Military will continue to fill your skies above you, O United States. Things are going on above you and in the waters that surround you. A war your enemies wanted. So this could be a this could be talking about a couple things, right? Uh, by the way, just let you know, we have huge thunderstorms coming through Dallas right now, where I am. And just let you know that <laughs> it's supposed to be tornadoes and everything. So hopefully we we're connected and stay and stay in good connection. I have a huge one uh, gigabyte up and down here at the studio, so so uh, we'll be okay as long as they don't knock that out. A war with your enemies they wanted, and it's their main desire to take my eagle out in this time of great weakness that it appears like. Yes, I said weakness, a weak and fraudulent government on center stage. That's, you know, their job is, you know, the 16-year plan to destroy America that we learned about five years ago, eight years of Obama, eight years of Hillary, was going to be the death blow of the United States, right? 
And just think about what would have happened in 2016 if Hillary had gotten in. You know, we, they, the FEMA camps would have been active. They would have, they would have done everything to take our guns away. And, they would, they, we, and, we've, and you know, people like me would be in a FEMA camp for sure, if not dead. Um, that, that was their, their plan to kill America. So now that God disrupted it with 2016 with Trump, and then, uh, but, but now we've got the, the fraudulent Biden administration coming in as puppets of the cabal to take America out. And they had to, they, now it's a lot harder for them. They had to reverse everything Trump did, right? With all those judges coming in. So what the, where they would have gotten massive, all those massive judges would have been the progressive, under control cabal judges. Our country was gone if Hillary had gotten elected and put all those judges in, right? But now, but now the Constitution is so strong. That's why it's taken them over 200 years to overtake the, the, the United States because they had to corrupt all three. They had to corrupt the judicial system. They had to corrupt, uh, obviously, all, all forms of it, the legislative, which they've done really well now <laughs> with the rhinos in there, right? But also the executive branch. So you had the legislative, executive, and uh, um, branches as, as well as the judicial branch all overtaken in, in what Juan would call captured operations. So they've captured all three now. So now that's why uh, with the, those four years of reversal, may weaken them greatly, expose them greatly. And now as they accelerate trying to do that in the four years, what, they, what Hillary was supposed to do in eight years, it's exposing them worse than ever. <laughs> and so what a brilliant plan by the Lord God Almighty. You know, we all thought, Trump's going to save us. And like the flyover conservatives would always say, it's like we expected Trump to go do 80 million things to go save us. And what woke us up now when the reawakened tour came out is telling us, no, we all, 80 million of us, have to do one thing every day to save our country. And now we're involved in the school boards. We're involved at the local level. We are, we are doing citizen journalism. We are praying like mad in the remnant, right? So we know we're in a war. It's very apparent. More and more people are waking up every week and nobody else is being put asleep. Right, every single week, there's more people joining truth versus their propaganda in a sleep. Right, I just, I, I'm sure you guys saw uh, saw the whole um, Matrix in the Matrix. Right, the I'm sorry, the, the the movie The Matrix. Right, where how hard it was to unplug somebody from the Matrix. Right, but just think about that. We're unplugging them right and left now. Right, um, so instead of instead of one Neo and having to come in, and it's like waking up one person. With a, with a huge military effort, right? We're way, the COVID-19 and alone has woken up droughts of people that were never awake before, right? And many of these people are on the left. And then the fact that they're the, the, the obvious Biden failure of the Biden administration, literally doing all the America last stuff and, and warmongering right us into a war, is now waking a lot of people up on the left, left and the progressives. They're waking up because they don't want to go to war. They're, they're not dumb, right? So a lot of these, a lot of these people are not, I, I tell you, be careful of labeling your friends and family members that aren't awake as stupid because most of these people are not. They are victims of propaganda in a very scientifically proven way where they took all of those, those uh, seven mountains of influence over and so they're bombarded with propaganda and, and the average person's going to think like the cabal has trained them to think. Beautiful when you get unplugged though, isn't it? To see the truth um, because now God can use us in a mighty way.
and that's exactly what's happening right now. I want to go over a little bit more of this. Juan is in the house, Rick. All right, we've got Juan in the house. So Juan, as soon as you have your um, video working, just give me the thumbs up and say hi, and we'll we'll bring you right in. Um, this is this whole thing about war. It is to bring in their war, their reset. That's what they're trying to do. That's the main thing I want to talk to Juan O'Savin about right now. Is is just the whole history of Russia and Ukraine and and how we can avoid this war by using the power and authority in Christ. That's what it's going to take, I guess, I believe. But, but Juan, do we have audio on you yet? Still showing muted. Still showing muted, yeah. So Juan, whenever you have, uh, let me know. Um, but remember, they will not succeed. This is the Lord talking to Julie Green. They will not win, and they will not get what they want. There we go. Right. There we go. There we go. Awesome. How are you doing, Juan? Good. Hey, sorry about that. I uh, loosened that at the wheel here at my end. Now, uh, awesome. Get off. <laughs> good. Do you have a good connection there? It looks like you have a pretty good connection. Well, gosh, I thought I had a perfect one. Let's see what's uh, going on here. Because I, yes. Let me let me just walk a little further in. See if I get. A, I had a full full band here a moment ago, but I I right. see it's a little bit thin. Let me get a little bit further in. Yeah, you're sounding pretty good, let's actually. See if I get a little bit more. You're sounding good. Well, sound. let's see if I can get it up. I had full bars just a half moment ago. So let me... All right. Now now it's getting worse. <laughs> you might want to go back to that couch. <laughs> let's see if it... And, oh. and Juan, if you can hear me, um, I'll just kind of talk to you while you're getting situated. But uh, you, you would... Uh... There we go. Give me a... Okay. I know that you could not come on the show last night because you you were traveling. So, uh, is there anything that you can share with? Uh, is, that, is that anything that you can share about what was going on with uh, with the inability to come on last night? Looks like Juan's still trying to get situated and find a good a, a good area. So, I'll just bring this uh, up. Yeah, Steve, I got a little bit better spot here. All right. I had full bar to go. Give me about two minutes, and I'll walk closer to the beach. See if that gives us a little bit better. Okay. So I know you're trying to get to the good good deal. We saw you see your boots walking. <laughs> there we go. Now uh, I'm getting way more bandwidth. All of a sudden, I'm practically up there now. Awesome. So uh, I'm hoping hoping you can find a place to sit, huh? <laughs> Well, now I gotta I gotta do it without the kids right here. So, I got uh, kids watching um, theater out here in the by the pool. Ah, so well, you sound good, FYI. So we can't okay. we can't hear the background. So you can just all right, beautiful. Uh, give me about thirty seconds more. I think I'll be at a good spot here. Good, yeah. So, so uh, can you give us any insight on to uh, were, you, were you traveling internationally? Is that right, or or or, or is that, is that I am secret? out of the country right now. Yes, I am out of the country. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. So you are traveling uh, a lot. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know how many miles I've actually flown and gone, driven everything else in the last two years, but it's a big number. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Um, so I watched sure you, a lot of us watched you. Thousands. Right, right. 
A lot of us watched you on um, on Mary Crowley show. It was an awesome show. Now is the time where you talked about uh, Russia and uh, Vladimir Putin and the USSR and and I know you know a lot about Ukraine as well. And so I kind of I kind of labeled this a calling calling the war down, right? Using our authority in Christ. <laughs> but I thought I'd just get your perspective because a lot of people are in fear of uh, them. I think the elites want us in, in a war, um, but. Uh, I, I just love that background you gave there, and and not that we need as much details you with Mary. I just thought I'd open that up to anything that you'd like to talk about around the war and avoiding that avoiding that war. Well, let me uh, let me just hit a couple of different things. Let me bounce around the board a bit. Uh, you know, at the biggest level, we're at a war for the planet, and so. I think we get caught up so much. Is it Republican, Democrat, communist, socialist, Marxist? Um, is it um, globalists or clubs, uh, cults? Is it, you know, an insider group that's trying to take over the planet? You know, um, an interesting little uh detail hey Juan do we have you that uh that are you amber hearing me it came me? to me that you seemed to cut off right when I got the amber alert I can hear him he's still going okay. keep going maybe that was me okay just losing audio. it was probably just me go ahead Juan yeah okay it's my um microphone yeah so amber alert they knew I was loose somewhere um so when you think about it uh, I think people might be looking too narrowly to grasp how big the fight really is. How, um, you know, think about the think about the people that want us at war, and uh, in the Ukraine specifically, my contention has been all the way along, literally for the last decade, that the players that were laundering funds through the Ukraine from countries all around the world, including Iran, that money that Obama sent to Iran. The vast majority of that wasn't the plane loads of cash. It was digital. It was many, 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 many times more than just the cash that went to pay mullahs there in Iran. They didn't want the, the trail of the uh, digital. That went up to banks in, in Ukraine and out to all these various uh, groups around the world that, that are in this club. And so you, you, Ukraine is really um, an advanced version of Chicago in the Mayor Daley era with um, Al Capone and, and other mobsters that replaced him, who then have used that region to finance all their mischief around the world. Uh, Ukraine was really uh, um, just this hot spot, uh, especially after the collapse of the Soviet Union, um, a lot of the armaments of Ukraine were sold out all over the world to various uh, terrorist groups, countries, etc., for, you know, literally fractions of a cent on the dollar. And uh, then uh, they made the money off of that, and it all just kind of disappeared into um these various political systems around the world, these militias and, and uh, you know, terrorist groups. So with that in mind, 
the current situation in Ukraine, as far as I'm concerned, uh, is way different than we're being sold by the media. Uh, would I want any relative of mine going to the Ukraine to fight for freedom? You know, not me. That, is, that, <laughs> that would be insanity. Yes. Insanity. And is look, I, I, this is a hard thing to explain within the patriot or the Christian community. And you really have to take a deep breath on this. Uh, you know, we're pro-American, wave the flag, uh, our country right or wrong, etc. Don't cross us, don't come after us, don't do BS. Uh, we throw our weight around. Here's the problem. In and I'm I'm putting it in these terms because I I don't know how else to to make it click for people. In Chicago, if say a mayor daily wants something done, is he doing it just purely because he's mayor daily, or because behind the scenes mobsters are puppeting him yeah. to get him to do yeah. what they want? How did he get in that position? How does he stay in that position? How does he survive through everything? Because the people that you don't see directly have the strings. He's just the guy that, that they puppeteer yep. for the public side. Okay. Uh, my buddy Larry Abraham wrote uh, None Dare Call It Conspiracy with Gary Allen. Uh, Larry really did the heavy lifting on the writing. And uh, Gary was older and had the, the creds and like that. And uh, made a few modifications. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, uh, you know, they did it as a joint effort. And I get that. And it's just fine. But uh, uh, Larry Abraham, uh, he was a fantastic guy, passed away about a decade ago. Uh, none dare call it conspiracy. And the way that they pictured um, this conflict that we're in, and, you know, he specifically went after the Rockefeller uh, family as the core to the U.S. side of the global conspiracy, which is still true today. Um, and so when they portrayed that, they said, you know, you have a criminal class that is really the unions, the mobsters, the the uh, groups that are white collar criminals working in the background. And then you have the American public and then you have this political class uh, that is th this group at the top. And it's like America's in a vice. It's like. Um, uh, the world really now is in a vice and they're squeezing us and squeezing us, um, you know, and so most Christians, most uh, average Americans. And when I say middle class, I'm talking people that make less than 100 million a year. OK, uh, <laughs> I, I'm actually very, wish... I'm very serious. I'm very serious. Right. It used to be that, you know, if you made a million dollars, oh, my gosh. In fact. When income tax came into being, uh -huh. if you made a million dollars a year, you would brag about you make so much money, you have to pay income tax. Mm -hmm. I had I had people years ago that were doing stuff uh, on some tax stuff years ago uh, uh, to get the electronic filing in place. And I assisted them on, on uh, key aspects of that several decades ago. And um, 
the reason that you know and, and so they have all these these um things from the early periods of the tax thing that are on their walls and they're having fun with and all that you know and you would pay one half of one percent if you made a million dollars or more in income uh you know so you'd brag on the fact that you were you were a taxpayer nah. and so again this this vice this squeeze well today uh i was just with somebody the other day that um probably made about 200 250 million last year that was working through some of the tax season stuff and filings that they've done and uh but he says i don't really make that i mean you know even with all the things that i do to try to offset taxes and to adjust and do everything um, between, and he's in California. And he says, you know, by the time you really get down to it, uh, if we had uh, revenue of a half a million and, you know, profits of, you know, 200 to 250 million, which they're in a high profit type of a, of a business globally, he said at the end of the day, if I'm lucky, I might take take home thirty five to forty million dollars after everything, and uh, you know I, that's pretty shocking to most people. But um, you start looking at all the uh, overhead expenses that government imposes on you, uh, and those numbers, you know, why? Because it's the Chicago mob, uh, uh, Mayor Daley mentality. Um, uh, the mob's not paying taxes. The politicians aren't paying taxes. They're figuring out every way they can to clip people for money so that uh, they can have more for them. It's a mob operation. Uh, you know, uh, putting in huge monorail systems that are going to cost gazillions. Uh, and who's getting the money from that? You know, a bunch of uh, unions, uh, perpetual road building programs that never get done. You know that the population is coming to you. You know things are going to get built out massively. When you build the bridges over the freeway, uh, make them wide enough so you can expand the freeway later on without having to tear out the whole bridge and put in a whole new bridge. Uh, you know, that you spent, you know, uh, you could have widened it out for 10% more. Instead, they'll spend uh, as much tearing it out as they did to put it in in the first place and then charge you for a new one you know, 10, 15, 20 years later, it's, it's, uh, it's a racket. And, um, I remember I had something, uh, a few years back where, uh, the folks, there was a, a group that wanted to put in a gravel pit in a growing community. And so, uh, and I was there as they were planning what they were going to do. And the, the, uh, uh, planning people says, no, we're going to ask for a gravel pit an asphalt plant and a cement plant. And the owner of the whole project says, but I, I just want to put in a gravel pit there and serve the community. And then he had told me privately prior to this that a relative of his had uh, made sure that when the county was getting money for bridges, there was one bridge you'd have to cross over with, with heavy trucks. And so they made sure they got this bridge put in. And at the time it was like $2 million. And so they'd made sure that of the bridges in the area that were getting done with some matching federal money, that bridge was taken care of. There was like 50 houses on the block. Yeah, but it was unsafe. The inspectors looked at it. So we got him teared out and put in a $2 million bridge. Uh, and he was very proud of that. Well, he had the right politicians 
that knew the right stuff and they were able to allocate some of that that money for that bridge that made it possible then to do this this uh gravel plant well then by asking for more than what they actually wanted when the community came out was just beside themselves uh they agreed to scale the project back to just the gravel pit which is what the guy wanted in the first place wow he over asked so that he could uh, have some room to come back to it and uh, uh, that advisor went on and went to political office that mm-hmm. made the advice to do it that way because they knew how the politics in the area worked mm-hmm. so you know you have this racket so now we look at the situation in the Ukraine mm-hmm. no matter what happens in the Ukraine right now America you know there's a the old adage uh, I remember you go into you know you're in tourist places like that and you're going through all the stores and the antique spots and the curio shops and all that. Oftentimes they'll have a sign in there. I remember as a little kid, pretty to look at, pretty to hold. But if you break it, it's sold. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what did we do? We were in there with World Economic Forum. We were in there with uh, all these various um, groups and needling, needling, needling away at the situation in Ukraine and uh, causing disruption, you know, trying to have an orange revolution, which is really a Western operation through the intelligence agencies to get the population going a certain direction. 2014, and, and, right? Yes. And, mm-hmm. and before. Mm-hmm. So, and you have to think even broader in the context of all of this. In that zone, uh, there was a plan going back uh, to when Obama came into office. Uh, his first foreign speech was in Egypt. And, you know, fundal- fundamentally change America. Well, then he goes over to Egypt and says he's going to fundamentally change the Mideast. And he did. That crowd that was puppeteering him did. What did mm-hmm. they do? They uh, backed uh, uh, terrorist groups, really. The Muslim Brotherhood mm-hmm. and other factions around the area that were doing pretty you know serious mischief in the area and pretty soon uh you had the arab spring uh took out gaddafi by the way a lot of people thought gaddafi was just horrible well i understand that but you know um after 9-11 safe gaddafi Mo, momo's uh, son i would call him momo <laughs> momar but that's yeah. an affection term wasn't a degrading term uh yeah. momar uh uh, his son safe went to him and says, we don't want to get bombed again. Like happened with Reagan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to not be counted within that group. So Libya's intelligence services that went out and tracked down all the families of the alleged terrorists, uh, even showed which ones were actually alive and weren't ever on the plane and things like that. But they gave all the Intel. Plus they gave the Intel about the Pakistani operation uh, that was spreading nuclear, proliferating nuclear technology and um, uh, equipment all over the world. And uh, it was Libya that gave us that information that allowed us to shut down uh, the uh, proliferation of nuclear technology out around the world. And uh, Gaddafi's intelligence people were actually talking with our intelligence people uh, at least daily, if not more more often during the Bush administration and into the Obama administration. Why is that important? 
because then as the Arab Spring happened, who knifed Gaddafi in the back? It was us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we we were the ones that were putting in the terrorists in there to overthrow that. And then we had a guy in waiting that was supposedly a university professor at the University of Washington, uh, been parked there by CIA for you know a decade and a half. And he goes to uh, Libya to be the new president of Libya. They couldn't find somebody in Libya to be president of Libya. They bring a guy that hasn't lived there uh, most of his entire life that's just a university professor to Libya like he's the... Uh, guy that's going to save Libya? Are mm-hmm. you kidding me? And, uh, you know, uh, Hillary was laughing about the fact that uh, we came, we saw, he died. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this whole Arab Spring thing. Now, again, why am I saying that tied to Ukraine? And by the way, one of Gaddafi's uh, wives was Ukrainian, girlfriend, wife, whatever you want to call her. And so, um, uh, the Russians were in Libya also.